0: Are you ready to take action to attain the lifestyle of your dreams? It's a great way to make a lot of money fast, fast, fast. Hey, what's up, clever investors? Welcome back to the clever investor show. I'm your lucky host, Cody Sperber, the OG clever investor. We're back in the studio. I got Max Jimenez with what's going me, on? the dude who runs our wholesaling division. And uh, look, guys, we're going to be talking some smack today Ooh. because I think it's really important that a lot of people come to us either bringing us deals or wanting to learn how to wholesale real estate or they're wholesaling real estate they're having a hard time moving their properties or they're new investors and they're 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 coming to our meetups and our networking events or our live events and if they're newer or they're trying to do deals in today's market they know that It's real out there. It's real, real real out there right now. Real Holyfield right now. This ain't wholesaling back in the day when the market was going straight up, like up,
1: up, up, up. up. Buy 90%, sell it for 95. Yeah, interest
0: rates were zero. There was negative interest rate, negative percent interest rates. Every institution was buying. Everybody was buying. Everybody was moving. Everybody was selling. It ain't like that anymore. Absolutely not. You know what? And so when it's real out there, I think it's time for us to have a real raw conversation about what it takes to win this game.
1: Absolutely, I'm excited about that because not only that, think about that, right? We've had a ma- we were in a mastermind here locally in Phoenix, a small little mastermind. A lot of the guys in there, you know, obviously still talking about you know the heyday and and selling the hedge funds. Like those days are long gone, right? It's They're they're struggling
0: out there there right now. They're they're selling their their gold chains. (laughs) They're getting rid of the whip. They're like, they're looking around going, all right, you know, how do I get into uh, a different industry? Maybe solar? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe. This is what happens when when shit hits the fan. You know, all joking aside, it's rough out there and it's about to get rougher for a lot of people in a lot of different areas of our space. I got some unfortunate news the other day that a good friend of mine out of l a um, actually took his own life, oh wow, I don't want to say too much because it's it's not it's not proper for sure. a podcast, but sure sure. you know when you get news like that, and I was like, what happened and he was a builder, yeah, building uh luxury kind of infill apartment type deals, and he co-signed for a bunch or uh, uh signed uh personal guarantees, sure. On these loans he took out to build these high-end, like uh 60 wow. sixty million dollar projects. Yeah, market turned. Yeah. Market turned and and a lot of other things probably compounded onto it. Absolutely. Personal issues, yeah. relationship issues. But when shit hits the fan, when 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 money is tight like yeah. that and your back's against the wall and and you're you're going the wrong direction and everything feels like it's against you. Right. Sometimes it feels like there's no hope.
1: Yeah, no, it's so true and it's interesting that you you know obviously you're sharing the story don't get it you're not going to get into all the details but typically it leads with the financial aspect, right? And then everything else trip goes back to that. Uh and that's like even in a marriage like sometimes that happens, right? Usually a lot of the problems are financial, but I mean it's 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 interesting to hear that how I mean obviously went all in but not knowing what the market was going to do and it turned and it's sad to hear that. It's Dude, I was just strategy. DMing him, yeah. you know,
0: and maybe maybe uh, uh, three, four weeks earlier. Yeah. Everything seemed fine on the surface. That's how, that's why, you know, like people don't want to share this stuff. They don't want to really talk about it, but the pressure's real. And so this podcast, I want to dedicate to the mindset of a millionaire wholesaler. Absolutely. Because it is a mindset shift. Mm -hmm. This game is 90% mental. Absolutely. I can come to you right now, Max, and sit down with you and in one week have enough skills and capabilities that you could teach me yep. to be lethal on the phones correct i i could have the the steps uh internalized yep. to go out there and wholesale a piece of real estate correct. within a week yeah yeah absolutely 7 days all i had to have to spend with max is 7 days that's 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 how easy it is to pick up on the ta- the tactics the yep. Ta- tactical yep yep the hard part is everything else? Yeah, absolutely. Because, and even when you're new, you it, it took me 14 months to get my first deal. How long did it take you to get your first? Eleven deal? months. Fucking eleven yeah. months. Look at <laughs> look at these weak, entitled sissies. Yeah. That are coming into our industry, they buy some Black Friday sale for forty dollars <laughs> that teaches them how to wholesale real estate, and then they're yep. pissed off online, yep. act like little bitches. Now imagine this, it took me 11 when it, months. When it's 90 days in <laughs> and they haven't become a real estate millionaire. I want my $47 Yeah, back. I want my 47 online just being a dick.
1: Yeah, they, absolutely. They
0: told me that these deals would just fly into my inbox. on auto, <laughs> He used the words Yeah, <laughs> I'm angry.
1: So funny you bring that up because it took me 11 months, but in that transition from month zero to 11 months, I actually had four properties under contract. Now think about how demoralizing is that? That you had to cancel those contracts. That hope is real. Yeah, exactly. That hope, you spent the money <laughs> emotionally. You already bought the car. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I already made up my mind. But one thing I noticed that from the difference from you know, say these new people that are coming in, and again, I'm not trying to beat up a certain, in, a certain, and a certain individuals, but is that they don't sell out. I always talk to people and I'm always tell them this. Look, when I found out about wholesaling, and I knew that that was going to be the vehicle that I wanted to do. I sold out, which means that I freaking era- took everything out of my way that I thought I wanted to do or was considering doing and I sold out for this and I, and I didn't care how long it was going to take me. I was going to go through it and I and and of course, right? We'll get into a little bit of the details, some of the things I was doing, some of the sacrifices I had to make, but that's where I started. I sold out for for this vehicle which was wholesaling real estate. So you burned the boats. Yeah, I did. Yep. I burned the boats and I don't see a lot of people doing that, burning the boats. You know,
0: I I wrote an Instagram. I was looking up, seeing if I could find it right now, but, um, uh, okay. Okay. I got it. (laughs) Let's go. We we might as well do this. Listen, it was the year 1519 and Hernan Cortez. With some 600 Spaniards, 16 or so horses, 11 boats had landed on a vast inland plateau called Mexico. The Spanish conquistador and his men were about to embark on a conquest of an empire that hoarded some of the world's greatest treasures. Gold, silver, and precious Aztec jewels were just some of what the treasures that it had to offer. And anybody who succeeded in their quest to obtain it would become rich. But with only 600 men, none of whom have ever encumbered themselves with protective armor conquering an empire so extensive in its territories can only be undertaken by a man with a death wish this daring (laughs) undertaking was made even more insurmountable by the fact that more than 600 years conquerors with far more resources at their disposal have attempted to colonize the yucatan peninsula never succeeded Mr Cortez was well aware of this fact and it was for this reason he took a different approach when he landed on the land of the Mayans instead of charging through the cities and forcing his men into immediate battle Hernan Cor, Hernan am I saying that right Hernan Hernan yeah, Cortez Hernan, yeah. stayed Hernan Hernan <laughs> Cortez stayed on the beach and awoke the souls of his men with a melodious cadence Melodious. I, I wrote that. I didn't Damn. write that. I, I stole that shit from online. A <laughs> melodious cadence Copy, paste. In, the, <laughs> in the form <laughs> of an emblazoned speech. His speeches were ingeniously designed to urge the spirit of adventure and evoke the thirst of lifetimes of fortunes amongst his troops. His orations, I definitely stole this shit from online. His orations <laughs> bore fruit from what was supposedly a military exploit, now bore the appearance of an extravagant romance in the imagination of Cortez's troops. But ironically, it would only be just three words which Cortez murmured that would change the history of the New World. As they marched inland to face their enemies, Cortez ordered, burn the boats. boats. We know today how Cortez's decision to burn his boats panned out. Hernan Cortez became the first man in 600 years to successfully conquer... Mexico. jeez, Damn, that's crazy. That's some real talk right there. Yeah. Dude, crazy. can you imagine? You got a, got 11 horses, 600 <laughs> dudes are all impoverished, no no armor and you're like Nothing. we're going to go take over this country. <laughs> Just burn the boats. Yeah. But you know, how many people though talk a big game? Exactly. They come into this business, they see some ad, they yep. see they see you cashing a deal check, buying a whip, paying for some nice vacation, they see some shit online and they get all worked up. We call that motivation, by the way. Yeah. Which is not what you need. No. Motivate. We see this shit every day. People yeah. people looking like their highlight reel on Instagram, exactly. looking like they're balling out. Right, right. But that motivation isn't what you need. No. They get all worked up. They buy the little course, start to put in the work. They talk a big game. And yeah, then absolutely. what? And then what? First obstacle. What happens? <laughs> and what, then what is some of the obstacles? Look, what you're going to get hung up on. You're going to get told no. Nobody gonna, I'm calling is motivated. No no everybody wants above retail. <laughs> no nobody wants to do what you want them to do. They want to do what they want to do. Yeah. You think realtors want to want to talk to you? No. First stop, you're going to read some something on on biggerpockets.com that says build a power team and you're going to call up some real estate attorney and he's going to go wholesaling's illegal you idiot. Yep. Go back to your job. Exactly. And you're going to hit that wall. You need money. You're going to need some money, buddy. You're running out of money. You're going to, yeah, you're going to want to send a postcard. Can't send one postcard. You're not getting a deal off a little bit of postcards. No. It ain't working know. like not that. Not right now. You're going to get, Forever. you're going to, you're going to find some partner who's also a broke joke just like you. And you two idiots are going to go off and try to form a business together, not knowing what the hell either one of you have seen that as well. Doing. I've seen that as well recently. <laughs> 90 days in, you're going to be, one of you is getting fired. <laughs> yeah. You're going to rip the other person off and bail. Because that's what they do. They, there's no yeah. loyalty in these streets. There's no, no love. No, there's, there's not. There's some stranger you met at the RIA group? Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like you, you're gonna have four deals. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be emotionally so bought and you're gonna think that first deal you got under. Man, I'm about to. This is it. It's happening. Absolutely. Man, what it feel like when when that deal fell apart?
1: I mean, it's proof. Or oh, the first deal that fell apart, yeah. <laughs> or the fourth deal that fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> the first deal that fell apart was like, okay, well. You know, you're excited. It's under contract. Uh, comped it wrong. You know, so obviously put it under contract wrong. And then you start sending it here. And obviously you don't have this big buyers list. And you send it three or four people that you may know. And they all three of them say, hey, dude, this this deal is not great. It sucks. Our buyers won't even look at this. What? This isn't a good deal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I got it under <laughs> like, contract. Wh- what do you mean? Uh, the, the ad said, just get it under contract. <laughs> yeah. <yep, laughs> right. Yep. So, I mean, it's a little bit, it takes you back. But then the second one happens, right? And you're like... And you start questioning yourself a little bit. Okay, what, what's going on here? Am I not doing something right? Third one happens. By the fourth one, I'm like, do I even want to do this?
0: Mm. And the key here. Self-limiting beliefs. Self-limiting getting beliefs are getting
1: real. Oh, yeah. That, that that you know, the the angel and the devil, right? It's like, you see, this wasn't for you. Yeah. Like, it's your Ford contract that had to be canceled. But the separating factor, which would probably dive into this, is that. I was very well surrounded with very positive
0: people. That's what helped me. <sighs> Game changer. Yeah. Game yes. changer. And it wasn't, it Can wasn't. Can you imagine being out on an island? Dude. Yeah. By yourself? Yeah. Nobody to talk to, nobody to encourage you. Yep. Nobody to cheer. Worse, imagine if you bought something, and I've had this happen many times right. where a student will buy a course, they'll go through it and they'll be like, oh my God, this is the best training I've ever seen in my life. Right. I want to do mentoring. Correct. They'll talk to one of our enrollment guys. Yep. Whenever we have an opening, we'll say, hey, we got this opening. It's $10,000. You get to work for six months with Cody and his team, blah, 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 all this, whatever, whatever the, whatever the The program is. The guy, the guy will sign up. Right? Because cause he's bought in. He yeah, yeah, wants this. He's got this real estate dream, man. He wants to be successful. He's already starting to make some progress. Just off the if the training's that good. Exactly. The mentorship's got to be ridiculous. Right, right, right. And then he'll do it. And then he'll tell a significant other later at the dinner table later that. You know, he'll do the, oh, honey, by the way. Yeah. And she'll just shit all over his dreams. Exactly. Just absolutely destroy the guy. Yep. What? We have fucking bills. Yep. We got other things. Your daughter's about to go to college soon. Our yep. car is barely making it. And you're yep. out there buying what? But wait, what do you, would you buy hope? You <laughs> yeah. bought a mentorship exactly. full of hope? What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do? Yeah. You've said you wanted to do this in the past. Remember the MLM that you joined? Yeah. Exactly. Remember the big talk? The MLM, you spent $4,000 on products and shit. We still got those things? Yeah. Never used them. <laughs> been four years. We can't give them away. This happens all the time where somebody else in the family tries to hijack the dreams. Yeah. Steer the ship in their direction. Sometimes it's out of anger. Sometimes yeah. it's out of trying to protect you. Yeah. Sometimes they just don't believe. They've, nothing that they've ever done has ever worked. So right. why would yeah, your yeah, ship yeah. work? Yep. Unfortunately, at the time, When I was first getting going, my girl did that. Mm. You know, she did that to me, and I remember that feeling of just being like, "You don't fucking get it." Yep. Like, I'm not quitting. I don't want to quit. Why are you trying to talk me into quitting? It just didn't feel right. You know, it was such a disconnect from where I wanted to go. Yeah. You know, the other thing too, it it does. It happens a lot. And like I said,
1: I was very blessed to be within a circle, and this this was some family members. Plus, I had to stay away from other family members too, as well. Remember, I said I sold out. I even went as far as not even going to some birthday parties and things like that. Uh um, Mexicans love birthday oh, parties. Dude, yeah, that had to just oh, kill yeah. you. It did. I mean, it did. <laughs> but it was worth more of what I was doing than going to that birthday party for temporary because I go now, right? But my father in law was he's a very positive guy. Like this, he there's not a negative soul, a negative bone in his in his body, honestly. Like totally positive dude and that fourth that fourth contract really hurt me a little bit and I was like I don't know if I should do this and I was talking to him and he's the one that said hey you can't give up it was I've seen how hard you work and he had right doing the yellow letters on the kitchen table mm. going out with my son to put the bandit we signs. love this guy
0: yeah Sh- shout out to father-in-law yeah yeah exactly yeah
1: and so push me and then sure enough that was month number nine and then what is it two months later I ended up getting a deal not from the bandit signs not from door knocking not from driving for dollars it was a lady that worked with my wife. She had a condo that she had been paying on for two years. Completely destroyed it because they were supposed to rehab it. And uh, my wife actually started to let them know that I was buying properties, which at that time. And so she said, "Well, maybe they want to look at my condo." So we went and looked at it, got it under contract for forty-five thousand. We made like eleven thousand five hundred on that deal.
0: Boom, a condo. Yeah. Yep, a condo. you can flip anything. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what people don't. Hey, what should I focus on? Just get some shit under yeah. contract. Condos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It could be exactly. shitty crack houses, it Could be nice houses, yeah. you know, like what what's working right now. Just a little side tangent, you know, properties in the, you know, under $400,000 range, mm-hmm. any place where a rehabber can justify buying it without taking on too much risk in and out rehab, you know, like 60, day, 60 days or less in and out, yeah. get it back up on the market and stay in that affordable price range. Lenders are lending again. Yep. Interest rates have dropped at the time of this at the time of this recording. You know, we we dropped down back into the sixes. I don't know how long this is going to last, but right now the buying activity is pretty good in our wholesale and bu- wholesaling yep. business. Like we're getting the cash Absolutely. buyer activity ramp back up. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's going back to you know
1: obviously started doing I started doing this back in late 2014 and then went full time in the end of 2015. But we're starting to see some of those trends come back where the easy buttons pretty much completely gone now right like before you could throw properties up on certain systems and then people would hit the buy now button but that's not happening it's work now and so a lot of people are not understanding this and they're still stuck within that period and and they give up they give up way too sooner you ever see that and you ever see that uh that meme where those two guys are digging three feet from gold, yeah, three feet from gold. Right. Yeah, And most people quit too soon. um, And they don't ever get to experience what, you know, potentially you and I experienced that deal, that proof of concept, that shut up check that you show to your family members. And so it's like
0: here, here let, let's, let's kind of walk through some things that you need to have if you want to be a real estate wholesale millionaire. Okay. First and foremost you have to be dialed in on your vision yeah. and your goal setting. Exactly. It's one of the things I respect most about you, by the way. I appreciate it. You are fantastic at goal setting. Yeah. Your ability to write shit down and get clarity and just like get get it so mapped out yeah. with so much detail that when you show it to the team, and one one of Max's duties within the organization is, is leadership, right? He's gotta, he's gotta get. A whole bunch of wholesalers on acquisitions, dispositions, transaction coordination. He's got everybody in alignment. Yep. Alignment equals velocity. You cannot get moving quickly. You can't dominate in this business without alignment. Now, let's say you don't have a big team. How do you know where you're going if you don't have clarity? Yeah. Is is your only goal, and this is the problem with most newbies. It is. Their only goal is I want to do a deal. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's 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 a wide range it of is, things you can do yeah. in order to accomplish that goal. Why right. why isn't there like narrow focus and clarity?
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, on the flip side of that, I've actually talked to wholesalers where, like, okay, what's your income goal for your first year? They're like eight hundred and fifty thousand, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> nice. How many deals have you done? Well, I'm working on my first deal. I'm like, okay, okay. I, I love the enthusiasm, but let's let's just rain it out just a little bit, and let's think about ninety day increments. Right? Let's let's stay there. Uh, you you can write a twelve month goal if you want, but let's focus on the next ninety days. What are your highest re- uh, uh, generator revenue activities that you're gonna focus on? Um, what's your find out what your av- average profit per deal is in your market. So if you want to make forty thousand and your only average profit per deal in your market is is ten k, how many deals do you have to close? Four. Okay. Are you gonna cold call? You're gonna door knock, right? So you start working that backwards. Most people don't even do that. They're just out there just slinging mud, and hopefully it
0: sticks. So is that kind of how you map out how how often do you map out your goals and how often are you writing things down every, so on on so
1: every morning I have my three top to-dos but be, but above that I I go as far as 90 days I fo- I follow the traction model so most people that can pick up the book traction so you can read that book and what in, in the book traction what it says is that the focus capacity of a human being to focus on one thing is about 90 days right 90 days or less but you still can do your 12-month goal, but I'm 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 changing stuff up every 90 days. Yeah, I love that. Don't have to change it all 100%, but if stuff doesn't serve you or you completed it, then you change it or make the adjustment on it.
0: Yeah, your big hairy goal could be, I want to go into real estate full-time, quit my yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. That, that could be the overarching big hairy goal, but yeah. your 90-day goal is a certain dollar amount, a exactly. certain amount of deals, yep. a certain amount of traction in your business, building it out, getting exactly. a certain distance, that kind yeah. of thing. You know, one more thing, when, when team
1: members start with us and our, with, with our, with our company, as far as wholesaling side, um, guess what they're doing the first day that they, that the first day that they start, they're writing their 90 day goal. Like, what do you want to accomplish in the next, next 90 days? And then they'll say, and how much revenue do you want to, how much money do you want to make? And then some of them think they come in here, well, I'd like to make, you know, a hundred grand. All right. This is what it looks like. Are you sure you want to put in that much work? You're ready to do that. And they're like, oh, I didn't know it was that much. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's readjust it and be, let's do a smart goal. But they do write down their 90 day goals. And obviously, you know, we we work around that and, and that's the motivation that that you know that drives them. Yeah. How many
0: people realize or if they realized how much work it actually takes? A lot. Yeah. No, they, they would change directions. Oh, absolutely. Everybody talks a big game. Well, yeah. you know. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Absolutely. You know, I want to go back to what I love that that too.
1: Yeah. From Mike Tyson. I I want to go back to what you said about the mindset, the the mindset of a millionaire, millionaire wholesaler. When I went to Sandler, this was back in 2018. I was gung-ho. I was like, damn, I'm excited about this. You know, I'm going to learn sales like at a higher level, like Sandler sells them like a global company, right? That trains people all around the world. Well, guess what? Foundations, it was foundations first. Did you think that we learned any tactics or sales no. strategies? What did you think that they did to us? <laughs>
0: uh, in the beginning, yeah, yeah. So probably just all writing down shit. So no. So basically, first we take the
1: the first we took a uh, personality test, to find out where you're at, <laughs> see if you qualify, right? So then they look at your potential, they look at to see if you're gonna make it or not. The second thing is that they work on your on on your mindset. They work on your behavior traits. They mm. they work on helping you setting goals before you go into any type of, of strategies. Uh, they're teaching you, they're sprinkling in little strategies here and there, but they had they develop a system that actually that, that that uh works on your behaviors, your
0: attitude, and then your technique is the last thing that they that they on. So smart. On. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. Once I started doing that with our mentoring students, they started getting a lot more results. Yep. You know, because that, it really is a psychology shift. It is. It's a a, a one degree shift in the way they think about money. They think about rejection, the way they think about consistency and persistence and work ethic, which, which, um, real quick, if somebody wanted to come work for us, Yep. how would they do that? Sure. If you're or if you're looking for a great opportunity, if you're looking to level up
1: and you want to become a high performer, be trained by the best, go to workwithcody.com, workwithcody.com, and I'll get that information and
0: I'll be calling them. So yeah, that that'd they be can dope. Us. Yeah. It'd be cool if one of our podcast listeners came out and that'd learned, be awesome. re- learned the real estate business from us. Um, but it is an in-person thing. You, it have is, to, yeah. you have to be here in Tempe, Arizona.
1: It is in person. Uh, I don't care how dope time. you are, how skilled yeah. you
0: are. We're not fucking around yeah. with people. You know, you can you can be a deal partner with Correct. us, yeah, but, yeah. but you're not going to work directly exactly. in house with us. There's a book called "You're Okay, I'm Okay." <laughs> So many of our listeners reach out and they ask us how they can get involved in my actual real estate deals. Our investment firm specializes in finding deeply discounted properties, acquiring them, renovating, stabilizing both single family and multifamily properties all over the United States. That's why we're so excited to share with you clevercapitalfund.com. Now, if you have some investment capital and you wanna deploy it and receive double-digit returns back by real estate, then visit our website and see which fund is right for you. We have both equity funds and we have debt funds where you just get paid out Every month like clockwork. All you gotta do is visit www.clevercapitalfund.com today to learn more.
1: And a lot of the a lot, it's very psychology heavy. I didn't read the whole thing. I was like, damn, I'm done. Like this thing's like <laughs> four <laughs> chapters in. Yeah, you're four like, chapters in. Got it. But the first four chapters, what I love about it, it said it we all have like this recording tape, right? From one to five. Did you know that we learn everything that we that we uh, do in life from those years, from one to five? I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. So when you said right now about how people see money, how people see relationships, how people see, you know, success, all that gets recorded, right? Within the mm-hmm. one to five years. Because you have a different uh, upbringing than I do, right? Like I didn't even know what a checking account was until I was like 18 years old. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Think about that. So- now we got individuals that want to come and and try to negotiate, right? Try to negotiate, you know, a, a $400,000 house, a $300,000 house at 50, 40 cents on the dollar. Consciously, we don't think about that. But subconsciously, we're like, you don't deserve this. Like, you really think you deserve this? And that's why I think the way that Chandler has that training system, and this is what I always, uh, when, when we have new team members come in, the first book that I give them is uh, that I tell them to read, or if I have it, I'll give it to them is Jim Rome, The Power of Am- Ambition that oh, yeah. book is amazing yeah, it's because you got
0: yeah. cuz
1: you got to think about is this really what you want to do cuz this shit's hard like this work is hard and it starts believing do you believe that you deserve the success and so if you don't you're going to struggle you're never
0: going to overcome yeah, but your challenges Well, that leads us into the the next trait that you need to be a real estate millionaire, and that's persistence. You know, wholesaling's tough. Real estate's Absolutely. tough. There's a lot of money on the line. There's people pulling you in different directions. Nobody wants to do it your way. They want to do it their way. All right. And everybody's got an agenda. And when there's big money on the line, they're willing to break some rules. They're willing to cut you out of deals. They're willing yep. to uh just, a doggy dog world. Yeah, they're they're willing yeah. to just run your ass over. Yep. And that's why you got to be tough. I tell people right from the beginning. How tough you gotta be real tough in this business. You got to tell people how to do business with you. There's no such thing as a super nice rich wholesaler. No. It just does not exist. No. And I've learned that the hard way. Yep. I, I went for months and months and months kumbaya on with everybody, thinking we're all gonna lock arms and help each other. <laughs> the reality is we help each other as long as there's mutual. Uh, benefits yeah, to yeah, it. Absolutely. If there's not mutual benefits, most people are like, look, I'm too busy to, to I'll give you a little free advice, but I'm not, I'm not going to go in the trenches with you. Yeah. I'm not going to take the lawsuit head on with you. I'm not exactly. going to go start and scale a business with you yeah. unless I'm getting paid. No, that's true. Right. And so uh, millionaire wholesalers, they got to understand no matter what is happening, you got to push forward. Yeah. No matter how difficult it is, you got to push forward. You are three feet from gold. There is a deal there. Somebody's going to get the deal. It just might not be you. Yep. And that's just the reality. People are trading properties all the time. Mm -hmm. They're selling properties at massive discounts all the time. If you think there's not somebody in your neighborhood right now, like you could go stand on your street. If you think there's not somebody in that neighborhood that's going to sell at a discount at some point, you're crazy. Cause they're going to go through a divorce. They're going to yep. lose their job. They're going to have circumstances change financially or the house is going to be old and ugly and beat up and they're going to sell. Yeah. And they're going to realize, I, dude, I had a guy call me the other day, paid $250,000 for a Richard mill. Okay. An RM three O, Okay. RM 30. Beautiful watch, rose gold, yep. all the, the whole thing. Calls me up and says, I think I want to sell my watch. I made some bad investments, some this. And this is a rich guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Rich guys are slaying in (laughs) their RMs right now at major discounts. I said, what you want for the watch? And he said, I don't know. I'm thinking about like, uh, you know, I'd take 205,000 cash. I said, oh man, I'm a buyer at like 150 cash. Like I got the cash. I'll send you the cash right now, 150. I felt bad. I mean, he's he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take advantage of a good dude right <laughs> now, you know? It's like, look, there's there there there's a cost to my cash. And as an investor, I know I'm going to flip that watch for realistically right now pretty quickly, 180-185 and I'll move it quick. Right. But I'll if, even if I don't, I'll take the time to move it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're buying, a good, the cash, you're buying it
0: at a good price. Yeah. He he needs the cash by Friday type of energy. This happens all the time in real estate. This happens with people in their cars, and you're going to watch the market turn. You're going to see a lot of people dumping cars, extra extra watches. They're going to be selling their extra properties. I just had one of my good friends, mortgage guy, launch his cabin. Yeah, sold his cabin. You, if I would have talked to him a year and a half ago when the mortgage boom was happening, you ever going to sell this? Never, never. It's my favorite thing I own. Right. I talked to him the other day. What are you doing? Selling. Sad day, man. I just packed up. I'm, I'm driving away from the cabin. Wow. I had to sell. Mortgage guy's in pain. Dang. I mean, that's what's happening. It is. Now, one real quick thing,
1: because people are here like, oh, Cody's a savage and this and that. But everybody pays for convenience. Most people don't look I'm at this. No, I'm no, not a savage. No, no, no. I'm buying a Look. Look, he would do the same thing to me. He would, right? But think about it on a lower scale because we're, you know, maybe there's some newbies here watching, whatever. Everybody pays conv- for convenience. The reason why you pay for a light bill is the reason why you pay for a gas bill is the reason why, you know, if you want a shorter time frame on your car note, it costs you a lot more on your payment. Everybody pay right? To get that paid off quicker. Yeah. Everybody pays for convenience at some point, some level It's just this is a higher level. And, you know, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it or he would turn around and do it to you. Right. And this is why I always tell people who talk to sellers, bringing it back to our world, I always tell them, be have empathy for the seller, but don't don't go. A sympathetic way because then you're going to be like, hey, I understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. You're going to get into the shoes. Yeah, it's important to understand that. And this is why a lot of people don't get deals because they do agree and say, hey, I understand. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I would not sell it for that. Oh, I get it. And that's the worst thing that you can do when you're talking to sellers. There's yeah. a
0: big shift between empathy and sympathy. Absolutely. Empathy is, I understand what you're going. I don't feel that way. Correct. I get it. Yep. I'm going to be solutions focused and I'm going to help you through this. Absolutely. Sympathy is, Oh man, we're like in this together. Yeah, I feel the same way as you. Let me jump in the. Mud we're right a here. mess. We're both <laughs> hot messes together. Like you can't be like that. No, no. You'll talk yourself right out of a deal. That's great advice. Yeah. Um. Look, no, another millionaire wholesaler trait is you got to have continuously. you you have to continuously learn. Yeah. This game is all about increasing skills and capabilities as the cheese moves. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to move your cheese. If you haven't read that book, "Who Moved My Cheese," it takes about like. I don't know, forty-five minutes or something to read this book. Real short book. Go read that book. This is what's happening in real estate right now. This is why the mortgage guys are selling their shit. This is why people are dumping their watches yeah. and their extra Airbnbs. Um, I've been looking for a house. Uh, I want to. I want to buy another house. Mm-hmm. I want to pay. I want. I, I'm. I'm looking for a two and a half million dollar house, but I want to pay a million and a half in cash. Sure. I just want to. That's what I want to do. I'm going to steal it. Steal a house, right? Yeah, a, yeah. a luxury house, right? And, uh, but I'm patient. I'll wait forever. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll rent until <laughs> I get that good deal. Right. And. Uh, It'll come. I and, mean, you know, for those of you who are listening, I, I went through a divorce last year. So um, I'm living in a rental right now. And, uh, but it's almost time. It's time for me to, to get yeah. my own place. So anyways, I, uh, I've been looking how many listings are fully furnished old Airbnbs. Yeah. People are dumping their, their Airbnbs. They're still a little overpriced right now because they're still thinking because uh, a lot of these Airbnbs, they really pimped out and they're really nice. Uh, but you can tell they were Airbnbs. They got the right, neon right, signs right. and shit, but they're they're listed for sale. Mm. That's just what's happening. Yeah, it yeah. is.
1: You know, it's interesting the route you're going, right? Because we talked about mindset, we talked about persistence, and now we're talking about two things that I've been preaching out for the last probably two years is skill set and tool set. You know, when it was really good, right? You had this big window of prosperity. I mean, like I said earlier, you can lock up a property at 90%. You got other you got individuals buying it at 110% of what it's worth. And so, but and people got lazy. Let's be honest. People got really lazy. They didn't work on their skill set. They didn't work, they didn't work on adding any tool set because it was so simple. And that's one thing that I see there's a big gap as far as like individuals working on their skill set and working on their to- tool set. But also you have people who are just professional students that never take action. Ugh, it drives me crazy. It drives me nuts. And like, you have all the information and it's like- I got some students that have been with me
0: for four or five years. Yeah. Never done a deal. Yep. And, every and they time, want to improve. They, they, they come to every <laughs> event. They buy everything I have. And I'm always, I ask them, I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like, this is pissing me off. Like, this is crazy. Like, you got to stop. Yeah. And they're like, Cody, you don't get it. Yeah. I want to do real estate, but when I'm ready, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be part of a community, right? And I'm like, okay. So you just want a friend? Like a, that, that's a, what you want? Like you know that's, what my sales cards used to say? If you want a friend, yeah, you want a, you want a friend. Like go you want somebody to talk. You want to pretend <laughs> because it makes you feel good exactly. to have a hobby or have something. Uh, okay, yeah. that ain't me. Yep. Uh, you know the difference between a uh, amateur and a pro? No, you're gonna tell me, man. Pros make money. Yeah, that's go. it. Amateurs. Got a hobby? They they're do they're they're doodling. They're dipping their toes right, in. Right. They're having a, they what they want friends. Yeah, right. I want to be part of something. Like nothing wrong with that. That ain't me. Yeah. I want to get embarrassingly wealthy and get the fuck out of this business. Yeah. Like I love real estate, but I don't want to sure. be a wholesaler and be Ron Legrand's age. No. <laughs> like, I'm just not, I'm just not into that. Like, I see some of these old timers and I'm like, there's it's no crazy. fucking way that's me. Yeah. I, I don't care. It's funny you bring that up. How much, and my mentor was like this. Mm. My mentor, Jack Jack Miller and the, that crew, they were all like 70, 80 years old. Old. And I was, I was the young gunner and I was always looking at them and I'm like, thank God they're around, but at the same time, like, <laughs> I don't want to be like that. Dude, I'm going to be a ghost. By Mm. 60, you'll never hear from me again. Right. Like online, anywhere, I'll be a ghost. I'll be hidden behind six walls of trust.
1: (laughs) That's the goal. I love it. No, that's a great goal. Uh, Going back to what you're saying about people wanting to be friends. You'll
0: never see my PJ on social, (laughs) ever.
1: (laughs) That's, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I love that, right? Because to be honest with you, how many millionaires do you see on social in their PJs, right? It's very rare. It's very rare. Yeah, can you know you see the same. You see, yeah, Yeah, you you see see the the same same ones. ones, I mean, but not many, not many. I mean, and that's probably like a less than half percent of millionaires, right? That you're seeing on social, so yeah, or billionaires, excuse me. So it's like, uh, but I love that you said that. It's like too many people want to be friendly and want to be nice. Just get a dog, go walk. You know what? And and the problem is with so many people that have this information. It's like, oh, I need to know this before I go take action. Oh, I need to know that. And the one thing that I learned is that you will never get better. And you cannot improve on something that you haven't made a mistake on. Most people don't understand that. And that goes back to the mindset thing a little bit. Most people are just wanting information. Wanting information like, have you went out and executed on that information? Have you made the mistake so you can come back and improve upon that mistake that you made? Dude,
0: I practice filling out contracts a hundred times in my house. Right. Then I moved on to chapter three. Correct. And I practiced whatever that was. And then I went on to chapter four and I practiced whatever that was. And then two months later, I finally went out into the field to do a deal. And I'm sitting there talking to a lady and she's like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do a deal. And I'm staring at my contract. I don't remember any of it. Right? It's true. And I didn't get the deal because I was fumbling all over the damn place. And I just sounded like a, a doofus. Well, guess what? I, from That's what cemented in the contracts to me. Exactly. That one failure, I said, I'll never, ever forget how to explain and fill out contracts in front of somebody ever again. Yep. And it was because I tossed and turned for the next two days from losing that deal yep. that I got my shit together and I internalized <laughs> it. You'll learn the more only way. in the real yeah. world than the classroom exactly. any day of the week. Exactly. Any day. I love that. But yep. you got to continuously learn because they're moving the oh, cheese. Yeah. Yep. Creative finance is going to be big, yep. just because there's so many fantastic mortgages out there. Buy the house with the rate attached, yep. right? This uh, the, believing that you're going to be able to get good financing over the next two to three years is just not the play. No, you really got to learn how to how to work those deals. Twenty three to twenty five percent of every house in America is owned free and clear. Yep, Why actually, can't, it's higher than that. It's probably it's, a lot yeah, higher like than 40, that. 40, but but it used 40%. to be, it used to be a couple years ago when they last kind of right core logic or one of those guys did did okay. a study yeah, yeah but it's like that's a lot i mean of still it's property. a lot right it's a lot 55 percent of every mortgage in america refinanced into a four percent or less mortgage yeah learn how to go buy a house with the rate attached yeah. i'm not saying you have to assume the mortgage i'm just saying you have to learn how, how to creatively take it over yeah. make those payments do a sub two, a wraparound right. mortgage whatever those creative financing techniques are learn those you also got to understand right now that wholesaling's not dead it's just difficult. Oh yeah. And there's a right and way- wrong way to approach the seller. Yep. If you don't have the phone skills, if you don't have the negotiation skills, if you don't have the ability to build a strong cash buyers list, you're going to fail in this business. So if you don't know how to do it right now, you better be learning around the clock until you do. And in the meantime, the play is to squad up with somebody who's already got that thing dialed in. Yeah. So like for us, we already have the cash buyer list dialed in. If you want to bring us a deal and you want us to help you move it because you can't move it or you're doing deals nationwide and you're trying to find other markets. Well, we got nationwide buyers. We got over 4 million nationwide buyers right now. And so go to sendusthedeals.com, give us your deal. Yeah, We'll move it real quick and we'll split the profits with you. Yep. And that way you can continue to learn, continue to build your buyer's list while you're still moving properties and getting paid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, you know, what's interesting about that?
0: Uh, if you guys go to do deals, do deals with
1: us.com, um, you're going to get not only
0: do deals with me, with me,
1: excuse me, do yeah. deals with me.com. You're not, let's say it's a lead that they're working. You're going to get our closers to jump on the phones and close that deal for you. If it's under contract, you're going to get our dispo team. That's, that's going to work the deal to give it to, to send it out to our buyers. Um, you know, what's one thing that I always get asked is like, what would you do differently if you started all over again? Because remember, when I just even just short seven years ago, like all this collaboration wasn't really happening. I know you're you, you understand that more than me because you started before me um, and it was very few people that were collaborating and masterminding. And so I always say this if I start all over, I would I would collab, I would squat up with people that are, you know, obviously you got to vet them. Right. You can't just squat up with shady, broke dudes. Like you got to make sure that you vet them and, you know, they're doing deals and they're legit in your community. And that's the one thing you're not. Most people put themselves on the island and don't realize that they're if you just open up just a little bit to have that conversation, you're going to get your first deal done faster than probably 11 months. I guarantee you. But you got to get out of your own way.
0: What about networking right now? How important is networking?
1: I think networking now has become the 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 bloodline of any business in 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 your career, honestly, because your own. I learned this about three years ago, right? Being part of a, a collective genius mastermind, I was there for two almost two, a year and a half, and I noticed something was very different there. Like these guys were opening up their 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 businesses and, and you know, their operations and really all it took was one, one thing that you took from there to be able to push you to the next level. And that's why I said, I think it's become the bloodline because, Hey, Cody, if I, if I don't know something and you know it, and I start, start talking with you, right at a network event, or even, you know, if I have your number and I start speaking with you about my operation, how things are going for me, you might be the guy that supplies that need that I have. But if I don't network, or if I don't meet new people, like how am I going to grow and how I'm going to get to the
0: next level? To me, I've always believed that I'm one relationship away from becoming a millionaire. It's true. That's it. That's how I always felt. I was like, listen, the whole game of real estate is the game of leverage. Yeah. That's it. I need to leverage your skills, Yeah, your relationships, your time, your money, your yep. something. Because I don't have it. I'm a broke kid from Ace Arizona with a shitty Nissan pickup truck that barely works <laughs> and parents that won't give me any money right. and a bunch of hope, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's me, it. you know? And yeah, I look yeah. like I'm 15 years old. <laughs> I have to leverage other people's everything right. if I'm going to pull this game off. And it starts with networking. It starts with getting out from your fucking computer and going out into the real world and shaking some hands. Yep. Get out and sh- show up consistently and, and, and don't be that fly on the wall. Don't just sit there and watch. Go meet people. Introduce yourselves. Get your little 30-second pitch down. Make sure that you look good. By the way, if you're sloppy looking, people aren't going to take you seriously. This is why I preach yeah. so much that you got you to gotta be in shape. I want to roll up into an event and have people take me seriously.
1: Absolutely.
0: If I and look, and I'm not just talking about your health. Like, okay, so you're overweight. We'll work on that. Right. Just work on that. Correct. But the if you're dressing like shit, if you're smelling like shit, if you don't have your 30 second pitch down, yep, you look, you are not somebody that people are going to throw opportunities at. You're not somebody that they're going to say, Hey, come with me. Yep. Let me show you some things. Yep. Let me introduce you to some people. I'm going to bet on you. I can count on you. No, you don't even count on you. you. You're not even taking care of yourself. Why would somebody else bet on you? Like, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. No, absolutely. And I see people doing this all the time. They come to these events and they're they they're, they're all, f- They just look like shit. Yeah. And I'm like, Get, pull it together. Yeah. This is business. We're trying to make millions of dollars. Absolutely. Pull your shit together. Um, absolutely. On top of that, nowadays, much different than when I started, but nowadays, the networking and building of a personal brand go hand in hand. Absolutely. You have to be working on your personal brand in parallel to your real estate business. Your personal brand is going to be the number one thing that brings you opportunities, not necessarily today, but in the future. So make sure you work on that personal brand. And uh, uh, if you need help with that, there's lots of stuff out there. You guys can always you know, look at my Instagram, at Clever Investor, work, work on... Uh, work on your personal brand by making video a core competency and just figure out how to use AI, figure out how to use a teleprompter and start putting out content consistently. If you don't know how to do it, squat up with somebody that knows how to build a personal brand or just mirror the Alex Hermosis of the world. Absolutely. But you got to put yourself out there because I promise you two years from now, three years from now, it'll be one of the, your biggest assets. Yep. Talking about, uh, Writing
1: stuff down and what what goes what goes in line with what you're talking about. I just started this uh, Robert Greene, uh, which is the one who wrote 48, 40, yep. 48 powers forty eight law of powers, uh, which is he. So currently, right now, he's teaming up with um, uh, uh, what's Daily Stoic. I can't remember the guy's name, but the first thing they wrote down, guess what it was: be in command of yourself.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay,
1: and this check this out. This is very powerful. He said. First, you need to have power over yourself in order to have power over everything else. And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? And I'm consistently working on it. And And I, this year, this this past, you know, um, starting like it was back in August, September. Uh, you remember before I was actually a lot bigger. And so I decided to make that effort. I'm like, I got there's, I cannot be, I can't go out and execute. I can't go out and expect others to execute and look at me like to ex- at execute a higher level if I'm not doing it. And so I made that commitment and and this goes in line
0: to what we're talking about. And I see you putting in the work yeah. and you're documenting it yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you're turning on your community, your family, yeah. your friends, all your people are watching and you're setting a standard for all of them. They, they might not know it yet. They might just be kind of like, oh, Max is lighting up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Max is losing weight. Good for right. him. Oh, Max is on a diet. Good for him. Right. But a year or two. When they when you haven't broke character yeah. and you're just shredded right. and you walk into every fucking room like a like you dominate, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna go, I wanna be like Max. That guy's lit on every level. Yeah. And and that's what I'm talking about. And I I promise you the amount of opportunities that will come your way. You sitting here. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. all of these things yeah. just happen because yeah, of that. It's energy. amazing. Um, all right, having a mindset of abundance, believing that it can happen to you that's another core trait of winners yeah i i can't stand negative people i don't get it i don't like being around them i don't understand why people stay stuck in that toxic negative procrastinator space winners have a bounce back spirit winners move forward powerfully despite the hurdles despite the pain despite no matter what challenges are thrown their way and if you are one of those people that you're n- negative by nature, you need to r- surround yourself with other super, extremely positive people. Squat up with them yeah. and figure out how to break that bad habit. Yeah, no, you got to so compensate. True.
1: So true, man. I think that's that's a very powerful statement. Understand that it's like you need to you need to. I
0: mean, there's no other way around it. And there's and, and here's what what'll get you. You'll try some things that won't work, and you'll go. There's no fucking good deals around. Yeah what are you telling me somebody's not going to go through a divorce yeah have a medical issue yeah. go to jail lose a job have an old house that they don't yeah. want inherit an unwanted but you're telling me the planes don't fly like what <laughs> the fuck are you trying to tell me that the real estate wholesaling doesn't work right because that ain't gonna work with me no you know i know it works yeah. we just did three deals like it does not work for you right because you don't have the right pieces of this puzzle yeah but it works. Yeah. So stop walking around trying to convince yourself in the world that, that this industry isn't good. Yeah. It's not a good time. We're at the wrong markets. Like, no, we're not. We buy below the median. Exactly. We make money on from on deals that we go out there and hunt down and find from motivated sellers and serve them up to pl- on on a platter to cash buyers that are always looking for deals. There's always somebody looking for a
1: good deal yeah. out there. You know, I think some I think. I would say majority of people in this industry forgot or forgot or don't or haven't acknowledged what an actual motivated seller is. And what I see a lot happen is that these a lot of these individuals, they get on the phone or they're, they're talking to all these sellers that have situations and they don't know how to distinguish what is a situation between motivation. Right. And what tends to happen is that. Someone that's someone that's being impacted by their by their situation that turns into motivation, whether it's impacting them personally, financially, or maybe emotionally. Right? That's the individuals because life happens. I get asked all the time, what, "Do you think there'll still be deals in this market? Like, does life stop? Does death stop? Does you know financial situation? Does that all that,
0: like <laughs> never? <laughs> Where's that at? Yeah. So I can go there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you know, when you have a mindset of abundance. Yep and that bounce back spirit, you're gonna win in yeah. this game. You just oh, yeah. will. You will, because you're gonna find, and I say this almost every podcast now, because I wanna drill it into yeah. people's heads. In real estate, you're never gonna have a money problem. You're only gonna have a creativity problem. I love that. There's a solution for every situation. You might not know how to come up with it, but like, even like the only new thing that I've heard of in the last few years is Novation's. Right. It's the only thing I've known about everything else. Right. And then they came out with Nova- and Novation. And isn't new. It's just a new way we're yeah. applying it. Right, right. But I was like, that's a creative ass way it is. to make money from a non-deal. Yeah. What a cool concept. Yeah. And if you don't know what a Novation is, there's a couple of ways to apply it. But it's essentially the ability to lock up a wholesale deal that's a little bit too high a price and then flip it on the MLS to an MLS buyer versus a cash buyer. Yep. Yeah and it's just creative paperwork. It is. And that's what 90% of creative real estate investing is is just a new unique way to approach the paperwork. But you need to have that abundant mindset to even think about that or think yeah. that it's possible exactly. to do something
1: like that. I think that's what helped me with this longevity, right? Continuing going through the through the challenges, through the prosperity bubble that we had and then now it's just having that abundant mindset like it's going to happen eventually, right? I just got to figure out ways to get creative Uh, you know, lean in my network, um, you know, and and believe that it's going to happen, and and that's what's helped me. Besides the skill set and everything else, is it's very, very true and very powerful to understand how that how, how having the abundant mindset actually impacts you. Most people don't realize that. Like that's what takes you to the next level and opens up doors for you.
0: Last but not least, probably one of the best core traits of a real estate millionaire wholesale is just a strong amount of hustle and work ethic. This business is a grind. Oh, absolutely. It's mastering the mundane. There's so many boring ass things that we have to do repetitively on a daily basis to get a result. We are moving the football one inch at a time down a field. This isn't about like, all of a sudden you're going to do this one thing and have these insane exponential growth. It's no, it's we're out there every day putting out marketing, talking to people, analyzing deals versus duds, talking to people again, Making offers, talking to people yeah. again, writing things up, talking to people again, submitting things, talking to people again, locking things up, talking to people again. It is just so much work. Absolutely. But I've never been in a better industry where on the other end of that effort is 30, 40, 50, 60, 80K paydays. Yeah. Like there's sometimes we surprise ourselves. We get an 80, $90,000 payday and we're looking at each other and we're like, dude, we did that in three, four hours. Yeah, Like while all of the work combined is nonstop, this deal took four hours. Correct. Because as long as you're in the game, as long as you're consistently putting in the effort, you're building your brand, you're surrounding yourself with the right people, you're doing the networking, you're having the right mindset, and you're putting in that effort. All, deal flow will start to get more consistent yeah. and your distance between deal zero and one and one and two and two and 400 is going to condense yep. and you're going to buy time and move a lot faster. Yeah, and, absolutely. It's, and, and it's a beautiful thing once you are able to build that system out and that team out. I'm at a place right now where I'm not on the front lines of our real estate yeah. business. Correct. It's, it's great. Yeah, I get to come in for the high-level meetings. I get to help with the coaching. I get to help with the brand yep. and raising of the capital and any other things that we need to do, but I'm no longer on the phones. You can build a business, a wholesaling business that's consistently pumping out six-figure months without you having to do all the work. Yep. It takes time though.
1: Absolutely. It's it, a system. It's a system. You got to build it up, right? You start with, you got to have hustle no matter what. And you, you got to have really... A really high level of work ethic, because if you think that you're just going to get on the phones once in a while, like that shit, that's not happening. I could tell you that right now. So even people that start with us, the first thing I always say, hey, your first 30 days are going to be a grind. You're going to get kicked in the face. You're going to, you know, go through, you're going to get mealed. But guess what? After that, once you start honing out your skill and you start to build your pipeline, and that's what I always tell them, focus on building your pipeline. New leads are cool, but they're a gamble. And so, what's what what's actually better is what you build in your pipeline, and and sure enough, right, like eighty
0: percent su- of our deals happen in the follow up.
1: Yeah, in the follow up, exactly. It's yeah, it's, it's no- a
0: it. That's what I mean by the grind. Exactly. And then, so you go from hustle
1: to now building systems. A lot of people make this mistake where where they don't. I would start building systems asap. I don't care, right? Because eventually, down the road, don't don't let that stop you from hustling and, and going out and getting deals but document systems because
0: once you're ready to hire or whatever the next level is, you have that down. Yeah, I love that. Well, listen, guys, we covered a lot of ground here. If you're still listening at this point, I want to give you a free gift. Uh, It's our ironclad assignment contract for you real estate wholesalers. There's certain phrases and things that you want in an assignment contract that protect you, lock in the deal, make sure that you make money on all these deals. You just go to codyscontract.com, Codys, plural, C-O-D-Y-S, contract contract. Dot com, Grab that. It's our free gift to you for hanging out with us on this podcast. And this might've been one of the more real podcasts yeah, we've ever done. Where It's it kind of a gut punch, but yeah. I think it's important to be real and raw yep. in this market. We are in a transition there's a lot of wholesalers that have come into the business. A lot have gone out of business. Yep. And the ones that are surviving and not only, are not only surviving, but thriving are the ones that have a lot of these traits we talked about. Yep. And they're squatting up. Bring us Absolutely. deals. We want to do business with you. Go to sendusthedeals.com if you already have a deal under contract you want us to help you move it or go to dodealswithme.com if you want uh, to learn how this business works. I'll give you some deal finding software. I'll give you a, a bunch of free training courses and uh, a private portal to be able to submit deals to us so we can actually step in and help you it. get these deals. Let's go. To the finish line. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for hanging out. We're out of here. Mm-hmm. Until next time, take care. Comb your hair. Peace. Hey, Cody Sperber, the original Clever Investor, host of the Clever Investor Show podcast. And I'm shooting this ad right now to let you know that this podcast exists. It's finally out and we have some amazing guests. So please, I'm begging you. Can you just come and give our podcast a listen? I've been doing real estate for a really long time. I've accessed some of the coolest people in the world. We were having all these amazing conversations and I'm like, what are we doing? Let's record this and actually put it out on a podcast. But the problem is, I have to let people know about it. That's where this ad comes in and this is where you come in. You're gonna be able to learn from successful entrepreneurs, get in-depth interviews from amazing leading experts. You're gonna learn real estate investing strategies and tactical training strategies that work in today's market. We're going over market analysis and different market predictions. You're gonna be able to engage in an awesome community. And we go into some pretty deep dives on the mindset of what it takes to win the game of money and in life. Plus lots of bonus resources and exclusive content. So what you're gonna to wanna to do right now is click the link that you see on your screen and give the show a subscribe today. Today we have amazing guests like ken mcelroy and robert kiyosaki and wes watson and pace morby and jamil damji and vina jetty and a whole host of amazing men and women entrepreneurs that you're going to love to learn from and get to know so what you want to do right now is click that link and give the show a subscribe today